Welcome to Running is Bullshit, I'm Stuart. And I'm Amy, and you're listening to the podcast that loves to hate running. On this episode, we'll be talking about running when you're ill, which is something nearly all of us have been stupid enough to do at some point. Yeah, this is one of those episodes based entirely around me and my experiences, because I've been ill. Again, I've had a cold for like the second time in a month, which is very rare for me. So I thought I'd make this all about myself, just to make myself feel a bit better, basically, by finding examples of other people being even more stupid. That's great. Yeah, it's always good to compare yourself and think I'm I'm better than them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to have that superiority going on. Uh, I'm also on antibiotics again, which is not related to the being ill, but it's kind of it's if you remember back in the podcast, I, I, was this before podcast? Not sure. Basically, get a little infected cyst in my back had to be sliced out of me last time. Uh, that was that was a great night at the hospital. And uh, then I had an open wound in my back for about three weeks. So trying to avoid that by getting on antibiotics really early. Um, but I've got that thing again of like, you need to take these four times a day on an empty stomach. Who has an empty stomach four times a day? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand that. I, so I, I'm an athlete. I'm a runner. Exactly. I cannot possibly have an empty stomach four times a day. That's no. insane. You'll faint. It's, yeah, so that's, that's the nightmare. The nightmare I'm dealing with at the moment. And hopefully I don't have to have my back sliced open again because that was very inconvenient. Uh, what have you been up have you been sliced anything getting to you this week no well yeah my legs have been sliced up but more more on that later oh more on that later but i do have something that's annoying me this week cool so this week what is annoying me is ignorant dog owners who don't give me and pippin space when we're running past well we might have covered this before but I, I want to cover it again. I want to cover it again. <laughs> I want to reiterate the point. I want to reiterate the point because lately I've been getting up a bit later. I've been struggling to get out of bed really early. I, like, I like, normally like to do my runs early, but just lately I just, just, I'm not into it. It's winter. Lazy. Yeah, lazy. I'm just being lazy. So we're going out for a run a bit later, about 10 o'clock. Too late. But it means there's just so many people about with their fucking dogs. And I try my best. Like Pippin's always really overexcited and overstimulated when we're running. So I don't want her saying hello to every single fucking dog that we pass. So I pull her to the side of me so she's not, you know, interacting with those dogs. What, are the other, what does the other person do? Just let their dog just go wherever they want, either on right at the end of their lead or off lead, which is even worse, getting all up in her face. Like, mate, wind your fucking dog back in. Sort it out. It drives yeah. me mad. It drives me absolutely mad. And you can see we're running. Like, I've got places to be. Why Why is your dog impeding You're a busy that? woman. You're running. I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. I will say, though, the other day, a guy shouted at me to pick my dog's poo up. It was a wee. <laughs> pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Pick Pippin stopped. Up. Pippin stopped and did a really long wee. And this guy, firstly, he whistled at me to get my attention, which sent my blood pressure soaring. You can imagine. I'm not like, my blood pressure is soaring. And then he went, you're going to pick that up like that? And, and it, the funny thing was, he was with his girlfriend and his girlfriend straight away went, it's a wee like that, like really embarrassed. And I looked around and the look on my face, because at first I was like, how dare you whisper at me sort of look? Like, I'm not a dog. And secondly, I was like, what are you talking about? And I just went, it's a wee, like that. And he went really red. I thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was quiet. And I said, I've, and then I was like, I, I, I do know how to pick up dog shit, thank you. And I know when it's a wee. I really want you to say, oh, I, I know you don't know much about women's anatomy, but lady dogs, they have to they have to squat to wee. Some male dogs do it. I know it's really confusing for you. Oh, 
It was I guess he's just used to male dogs and that's just... I know. But like all at the same time, you're not the dog poo police, mate. Chill out. No, you're not the dog poo police. But even if you were, excuse me, it's polite. Not yeah. a whistle. A whistle. Oh, man. My, my blood was boiling. I came home, I'm like ranting away to Freya. And she's like, okay, we need to calm down and move on now. I'm like, I'm not moving on. You whistled at me. I was so angry. I will move on, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was so angry. Thankfully, because normally in those situations, I'm so taken aback that somebody has the bloody gall to say something so stupid. I'm so taken aback. I normally don't say anything. I'm like, what? But in this situation, the whistle boiled my blood so hard. I was like, I was ready. I was ready for it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so they're the two things that have been annoying me. Ignorant dog owners and just ignorant people that don't know that female dogs squat to wee a lot of the time and some male dogs. Oh. Classic Amy start to the episode. Thank you. <laughs> uh, to the last episode, apologies to anyone called Al uh, that it looked like we were calling you bullshit. It wasn't. It was AI. It's bullshit. It's just unfortunate. I and Ella look look the same. Um, we had a message from I am Mattman on Twitter, who said, "On the one hand, I enjoy this episode, but on the other hand, you reminded me that no one cares about my running." That's always been true. Uh, I amuse myself by thinking that you could call your AI writer AI me genders, and then everything was okay again. Hey, that that AI writer would Perfect. probably AI Amy would probably do AI me AI me would probably do more than work than me. So. I mean, they absolutely would. Yeah, yeah there's no yeah, doubt yeah. about that. Yeah. I'd get better content quicker. Yeah, exactly. It'd be so much easier. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, once we get the voice uh, sorted out, AI agendas will be on the podcast, and you'll be off. Definitely. <laughs> uh, something that AI agendas can't do is drink tea. Ooh. We're partnered with Bird and Blend, and that means we'll tell you what tea we're drinking. If you like the sound of it, you can go to runningisbs.com forward slash tea, click on the links and buy some tea if you want. Amy, you drinking some tea? I am. I'm having pink grapefruit again. I know I've talked about this on the podcast before. Mm. It's one of my favourites. I love pink grapefruit. Um, no, I'm not keen on grapefruit. Well, Freya says it smells like cat pee, which it does a bit, but if you're into... <laughs> but, yeah. And not a great... I don't know, Bird and Blend. You know but... what? But you know what? It's so good. Bird and Blend for actual cat piss in yeah. their tea and that is what separates them from yeah, everyone else you can see the discoloration um but if you're into great um you know what i say if you're into grapefruit i don't particularly like grapefruit but i like this if you're an old lady yeah yeah it's nice i i really like it it's nice and flavorsome and it doesn't taste like cat piss so don't worry okay what are you drinking <laughs> grapefruit i think is always the worst of the gels oh i don't i don't do gels so oh, okay. i wouldn't i wouldn't know All right. um, <laughs> what are you drinking um, I treated myself earlier to a lovely sticky chai latte. I had a load of milk left over, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of that. Had me some nice sticky chai. And also, just had, I found some uh, cream egg tea in my cupboard as well, so I had a bit of that Ooh. as well. well I've so, got some yeah. baby egg left over, so... Yeah. I'm happy to be drinking uh, sticky chai from Halloween and, and cream egg tea from Easter in February, just because I can. Because I've got a cupboard full of shit I need to drink. It's nearly Easter, surely. It's nearly Easter, it's fine. Yeah, a couple of months away. Amy, what have you been up to? I went for a run this morning. I did one of my you long did. runs. That was a good long run. I'm impressed. It was. I, I missed my long run last week. I didn't really do... I did like an eight mile run in the week, but I didn't do a proper... Like, did I? I can't remember now what I did last week. Don't I know. don't think I did. Or maybe I did. I got... Oh, I, I don't know what I've been doing, but basically I feel like last week... Cool. I, I don't know where I am at the moment. Either way, I went, <laughs> I went this week for a long run um 16 miles uh fairly like a fair few hills and stuff it wasn't completely flat 
which was good. Slipped over. Once. Yay. Of Slipped over, of course. Hurt my knee a bit. That's, that's fine. It's not like super wet. It's just super sticky at the moment, isn't it? Oh, it was at um, Case Hill Woods. And the mud there is that, like, they've got that proper slippy mud there. Yeah. So, yeah, I had a few slips and then I did properly slip over. Uh, yeah, I, I walked way too much because I was actually doing... No much. such thing. Yeah, well, I was I almost wore out my, my phone battery. was almost completely dead when I was halfway through the run because I was doing WhatsApp voice notes. I don't know why anyone else does like really long voice notes and no one fucking cares but i i do them um so i was doing i was actually talking about the guy that whistled me about the dog yeah. food so i talking about that so yeah i was doing like a load of whatsapp voice notes and like, like ranting away to people who don't actually care what i'm talking about um and then i realized i've been walking for like half an hour and i was like oh yeah i should probably, I should probably start running rather than just having a little walk through the wood shouting yeah that's yeah. weird no, that is my. That, they are my runs. Whether I'm on the phone to someone, if I'm not on the phone to someone, if no one's available or there isn't signal, I get on WhatsApp and I send like really shouty voice notes about things that are happening in my life. Has to be done. I was quite impressed by your run on Strava. You know, it's a fairly small area, but you zigzag back and forth and went. Probably got a little bit lost here and there, but yeah, add on the distance. You definitely made a lot more of an effort than I'd have done recently. To be fair, with that place, I, and I wasn't lost actually. I didn't get lost at all. I've been lost Ooh. a few times there, but because I've been lost so many times there, I, I know it quite well now. It's one of those places that on a map it looks like a very like a fairly small area, and it is, but there's loads of trails. So you can make like quite a small area into quite a decent run where you don't, I don't think I did the same thing twice. I might've done like little bits twice, but I didn't do like loops, you know, laps. So, um, so yeah, it's one of those places where there's lots of little trails you can go off on, which is quite, quite nice. So yeah, that was, that was my morning. Absolutely knackered. Took me four and a half hours to do 16 miles. And then I got back and Freya's like, oh, I've got a shopping list for you to go to Morrison's. I mean, Morrison's cool. absolutely stinking as well. Like I was just like covered in mud and stuff and absolutely, you know, covered in sweat and mud wandering around Morrison's, which is full of families and screaming kids on a Saturday. And I, so that wasn't very pleasant afterwards. But, otherwise, but yeah. going food shopping straight after a run before lunch is the best time, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best time to buy a load of shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because you can feel a lot more justified because you're like, do I need all those? Yeah, I do. Because usually you'd be like, no, nah, probably, yeah, don't, probably need, probably don't need that. Probably don't. But then you're just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm having it all. Yeah. I love yeah. it. That was exactly I did that the other week. Even even to, usually, I just use like a little wheelie basket because that's about enough. But I used to be, I went for a big trolley. I thought, oh fuck it, God. I'm getting a big trolley. Because if you get a big trolley, you'll fill it up. This is the Love thing that. though, I've got to walk home. So I had to always make sure that I have enough. I can yeah. carry it. You know, that was the only thing. Like Freya wanted one of those big 18 packs of water. I'm like, no, 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 just a litre. You just got to have a litre bottle. I can't carry the 18 pack today. I've just ran some. Yeah, you got a tap in the house, mate. It's fine. I know, I know. She's too posh for that. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm, uh, anyway, what have you been up to? Uh, I was supposed to be doing Candy Cross, but I didn't. Um, William William wasn't quite up to it, I don't think. I think he's been a bit tired and a bit stiff recently. And I was ill as well, so it wouldn't have been that exciting. It wouldn't have been a great weekend, so we didn't do that. Um, other than that, I guess it's just kind of the being ill, so we'll just move into the being ill bit. Uh, mainly, uh, for me, it was last Sunday I went for a run with Scabby Buck, right, Collie, and pod listener Cassie and her dog Oscar. And I had a really shit run up Mackin Mountain, South Wales, and it was one of those runs, in the morning, I was feeling a bit shit. I was still a bit of a cold, kind of a little bit of a cough. It was a cold day and I went out. I thought, oh, fuck, you know what? I'll just go and do it anyway because it'll probably be fine. Uh, it got to the point where, like, every time I coughed, it hurt. 
Mm. It was so bad. I just, I regretted it. And of course, you know, the first 10K or so was okay. But then I I had to come back and I was 10K. I was at the opposite end of where we, you know, where we'd parked up. So I had to run back. And it was just one of those really stupid runs. And I kind of think all the way around, I was thinking to myself, it's one of those runs that a lot of people would be like, oh, well, you know, good for you for getting out there. You still went and did it. And I'm thinking to myself, no, no, we should normalize criticizing people. We shouldn't always be positive. We shouldn't always be encouraging. That was a stupid run. I should not have run. I think I did 20K. And it, as I said, it hurt when I cough. I was so slow up the hills and it was just... I'm pretty sure I did. I I stressed my heart and lungs more than I exercised them. And it's just, you know, on reflection, I should not have run it. And I do not encourage people. Anything when you've got a bit of chest problem, do not run. I mean, we're going to have some examples later on of people that do exactly that. But I was just thinking, do not praise me for this. I do not deserve it. This was stupid and it, it hurt. And I was slow and it was just very, very miserable. Hmm. And you're putting your body under stress when it's already trying to heal itself yeah. and sort itself out. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was pretty bad. Um, then, of course, three days later, I thought, what would be a good idea is me, you and Jen, Jen Danger Harding, we can go for another 20k run. Yeah. And I was, pre- I was pretty much better by then. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, running with you guys, at least I'm not going to be behind the other two. I should be ahead this time so I can feel a bit better. Again, <laughs> I can feel a bit better about myself. So that helps. <laughs> we thought it'd be a great idea to go for a 20k run with quite a lot of elevation. What I like to call the Cardiff Three Peaks challenge even though two of the peaks aren't actually technically in cardiff but you know that it's a good name um we thought we'd do that we thought that would be a lot of fun uh it's a pretty good route i've done it quite a few times i took you guys up there for the first time there's a little bit of road up to the top we went through forest fire up to philly mountain did our first one got to touch trig that's always fun uh went on to the next one uh, the next peak is craigeract and that's a lovely one. That's one of my favourite hills in the, I was going to say in Cardiff, but it's actually Cardiff area because no one goes up there, basically. It's one of those, because it hasn't got a car park nearby. So it's just dog walkers and runners up there, which are just the best kind of people. And it's, uh, you know, a lot more quiet, apart from the road noise. It's quite quiet up there and you can get really, really nice views and not many people. As we were heading up that hill, Jen started to tell you how she wasn't feeling very well. Mm. And we, okay, we said, well, fair enough. When we get down to the other side of the hill, you're on the Taft Trail, then you can just follow that back to back to the beginning where we started, back to your car, and you can head home a bit early. To be fair, and me, she did and, say when she got out of her car when we met, I've got a headache. So that was oh, like, oh right, great. That was full oh yeah, shadowing. she did. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> and I got running with a headache again is such a bad thing. Oh uh, well, we were actually talking about this. Like sometimes, if, especially if you run first thing in the morning, because we met at like eight o'clock. Like sometimes it can just be a bit of dehydration from overnight. Yeah. you can just sort of sort yourself out. But, but then usually, the running doesn't help dehydration. No, no, no. But like, if you've already taken on some water and you're, you're, yeah. you're drinking and stuff, then, you, you know. But I think those, the sort of tension headaches she had, they just get, I had one before, like just after Christmas, and they just get worse and worse and worse when you're running. Yeah, the impact of the run is not good. So we were yeah. just like, okay, right, here's the way to get back. It's quite simple. You just follow this path. Me and Amy will carry on, do the rest of the run. Um, as we came down the hill, it was quite exciting for me. I got to have Pippin on my... Yes. Uh, on my harness because we, we we had the dogs with us we had william rain and pippin with us so we had all the dogs as well which is great fun mm. and i forget like you down a hill especially with pippin is it, again it, it's slower than walking speed because you're just like no i'm not doing it yeah because because i am so clumsy i will fall like if i run top speed with pippin firstly i'll fall secondly my knee is terrible with stuff like that like going downhill i always find going downhill way worse than going uphill i can you know 
go uphill, fine. It's the going downhill. And then I've got Pipping pulling me because she wants to run after all you guys. She was screaming going down the first hill. She was, yeah. You guys got up left. in front. I, yeah, I had run all the way down because I was taking a video. And then I heard all this barking behind me. I thought, oh, shit. I kind of turned back and went like a little bit of the way back. And Jen was like, no, it's just Pipping kicking yeah. off because she's getting left behind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's just, yeah, I'm just so, so rubbish at, at running down hills. And whenever I do it alone with just Pippin, I'm like, Pippin, slow down. Pippin, careful, careful. Like that, because poor Pippin, poor Pippin, she never gets to have any fun, but she did get to have fun this time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, I took her down, um, down one of the hills, and that was quite good fun. I got to have a little sprint with her as well, but she <laughs> she was not used to that. I was like, I overtook her. I'm like, no, no come on. She's like, oh, this is what we do. <laughs> oh, and before that, we did get to find some lovely bushes, didn't we? Oh my god, yeah, we went through this trail that was just overgrown with brown. It's one of those trails that no one else had been through for quite a while. Oh my god, but somehow I know how Jen didn't get any cuts on her well the thing is you were the last one through so i don't understand how you were the one that got covered in cuts mate and and these cuts were bad like i've got cuts (laughs) all over my legs i've still got them now like properly scratched up and there was loads of blood coming out of them like my whole i I was wearing shorts and i was going first yeah so it should have been you jen was wearing leggings fair enough but you were wearing shorts and you didn't have anything on you i've got cuts all up my leg it was all blood they they nicked my my shorts like they, they pulled a thread out of my shorts like absolutely, and then I got stuck in one. I've got all I've got all cuts all down my side as well because I got stuck in this. A lot of them, a lot of them were just little, but this was like a thick bramble, and it wrapped itself around me to the point where I couldn't move forward or backwards without an immense amount of pain. It's all down my side. It's just like all cut from this bramble. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, but yeah, my legs are all sliced up. Yeah, annoyingly, that is the correct trail as well. I know definitely because I've often gone the other way, which looks more direct but doesn't get you anywhere and that's the correct way to go but yeah somehow it was just incredibly overgrown and just apparently no one else uses it so you know what if that was my regular route i'd go down there and i would cut the brambles back i would (laughs) i just saw it out because that was painful but still somehow only only you managed to do that yeah I i don't know why i don't understand why so anyway down the hill um i've still got pippin with me no i think i'd pass pippin back to you by then um, so we're coming down the hill nicely. Jen's kind of getting a little bit slower, which I understand because she, she's obviously looking quite ill. And eventually, on the way down the hill, falls over. Yeah. And but not just which isn't falls unusual. Over. That's not unusual. No, for that's Jen. True. Jen falls over all the time in our travel runs. But, but it's the fact she didn't get back up. She stayed down. <laughs> she stayed down. And we were both like, "Oh shit!" Because the way her head was on the floor as well. Like, has she I know. has she hit her head on the floor? I thought has that. She, yeah. Yeah, I thought because she just wasn't moving. I think the time she hit the ground, she was like. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. I think she was quite happy on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're that unwell and you fall, it's like, yeah, this is nice now. But but I was coming down the trail, like, again, I'm rubbish downhill, so you guys were quite away in front of me. So I could just, as I'm approaching, I can just see her laying down on the floor. And I'm like, this is not, I thought she'd hit her head because, like I said, whenever we go trail running, me and Jen, she falls over at least once usually and she just gets back up again, you know? So that was And just apologises for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over and over. But no, she just stayed down. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, yeah, her dog Rain went over and gave her a little lick, which was very cute. And we kind of went. Eventually, she got back up. I think she had twisted her ankle a little bit. Yeah. And she was saying like, "Oh, I'm kind of seeing double a bit." So that's fine. You guys carry on. I'm like, no, like you can't be running down a hill seeing double, having to look after your dog, and then walk like a couple of miles back to the car on your own. Yeah. It, no, we're fine. And you know, we, we carried on down this quite narrow, um, sticky trail anyway. So we walked down there anyway. Mm. By the time we got onto the path, we were chatting. She's like, "No, no." 
I'm fine. But like looking in three different directions yeah, at once. And we're like, mate, you, you are not fine. You look like shit. <laughs> so we kind of, you know, we didn't finish the run. We just kind of, right, we just walked back about two, well, about 3K, wasn't it? So a couple yeah. of miles. It was, you know, it was a nice day. It wasn't cold or anything. So we all just walked back together with the dogs um, and just went to a cafe instead, had a nice cup of tea. Yeah, I was actually really relieved because by that point, my stomach was doing something terrible. And I thought, you know, we joked about has anyone bought a little shovel out with them? But we hadn't. And I, I didn't want to do a wild poo. I was yeah, you said the- at the beginning you were, because um, <laughs> you had to get the train. So you I were kind getting, of. I was stressed about the train because I think I, I mentioned before on a podcast, like Pippin got really scared once on the train to Chepso. It's like six months ago or so now. Um, and ever since then, I've been like really nervous about taking Pippin on the train because I was getting nervous about it. Then my stomach was getting bad, so I was like, then by the time I got <laughs> right. there, I was like, this isn't good. So I was kind of, I, I was relieved that we. We had a great time, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it was, was a, good. it was, it all went really well. Amy <laughs> nearly shot herself. Jen fell over, and uh, I was still ill, and we cut the run really short. Oh, and then also as we were heading back, as just as we nearly got back to the village we started in. There was just this really skanky little mattress on the side of the path next to a dual carriageway, which, of course, you'll have seen as the episode cover for this episode. Uh, what The context of that, I joked and said, oh, there you go, Jen, you can have a nice rest. She went, yeah, OK. And just lay down <laughs> on this. You know, you often see sometimes you know, just these little really nasty skanky mattresses. Yeah, just been fly tip there. <laughs> and she was just, I'll just lay down on it. But the thing is, then she'd lay down on it and was like, oh, this is really nice. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. Please get, no. Yeah. But then she couldn't quite get up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then, and then when we were at the cafe... And we bought her some, some like, you know, painkillers and stuff. She's like, I should probably only take two paracetamol, shouldn't I? I'm like, yes, Jen. Well, yeah, that is that's the... how it works. And I'm like saying to her, I'm like, okay, Jen, yeah, two paracetamol. I'm saying when you get home, you can take ibuprofen, but you can't take another paracetamol until 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It all went. She was completely very, very out well. of it. I was quite worried about her driving home, but she got home safe. She managed to yeah, get yeah. two cans we had of Coke. A... <laughs> yeah, we had a good break in the cafe, paracetamol, can of coke, um, yeah. and it was and it was fine. But I know it what fine. it's like when you when you're feeling like that because I had some really like I said some really severe headaches after Christmas, and it's horrible. And I was doing mm. things like forgetting how many tablets I'd taken, and it just completely disorientates you. Yeah, so I think it was actually probably the, the beginning of a migraine, wasn't it? So th- yeah. there's a good tip for you: don't run with a migraine. <laughs> Which is odd to say out loud, isn't it? But apparently, it's it's still necessary. Yeah. We'll probably try that again because it was good fun, and I do want to go up the, the hill. We missed the Garth was the big one because we do have to go all the way down to the river. Then you have to go all the way up the hill, and that's a big old climb. I still want to take you up there because it'll be funny. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, I really enjoyed it. Like what we did, like it was. I, yeah. I'm sure if we'd actually gone up the Garth, that's the point where I would have been like swearing and really. Oh upset. yeah, yeah, that's why. Really that's upset. why I wanted to go. The bits we did, I really enjoyed. I was feeling fine afterwards. You know, it was. We did eight miles in the end. Um, yeah, I, I think probably like six, seven of those were walked. But you know, that's fine. <laughs> Time on feet is what we time say, isn't it? Time on feet. Those six or seven weren't walked. Well, <laughs> quite a lot. That's fine. Yeah, we'll give that a go again. Hopefully we can get some more long runs in together before your six months of hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we asked on Twitter, of course, and on Facebook about other people's stories about running ill. And we've had some excellent replies. We'll start off with Sandra Heinzer, who says, I had to defer my 2021 London Marathon place the night before because of gastroenteritis and then had to withdraw my deferred 2022 place six weeks before on doctor's orders 
due to severe menopause. Oh my god. What that? What is she just like so moody and no. just getting such hot flushes that she couldn't run? No, it can, it can make you really ill. Do oh yeah, yeah. Fair? I know there's a whole Do load with fair? it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of this in my previous job. I believe there are up to 36 recognized symptoms of menopause and oh. it's a a growing issue and good that he's coming to light now, but having to withdraw from a race six weeks before because of menopause, that's a new one to me, wow. She said, total BS as had been entering the ballot for what felt like a hundred years beforehand. I've probably got more chance of winning the lottery now than getting another place and it's probably more preferable. Well, it would be more preferable because, you know, money's better than, because you can just buy your way into the London Marathon then. But I just, I did check and it is only technically um more likely the london marathon ballot is about one in 27 but the overall chance of winning anything on the lotto is about one in nine though the jackpot is one in 45 million so Ah. technically you're more likely to win the lottery but only like a five or something so that's Mm -hmm. not going to get you into the london marathon no no i don't just sod the london marathon do something else do a do a good marathon yeah yeah Clark R. Gilmore said, in 2020, I did run every day, oh God, to raise money for Mind. It went really well. I enjoyed it immensely, kept fit and injury free. But the two days I had gastroenteritis were a struggle and had to be planned between the toilet timetable. Oh my God. I've also broken ribs twice in the last 14 months. Running with broken ribs isn't fun. How have you broken your ribs twice in 14 months? Like, okay. How are you on a toilet timetable? Uh, how are you, your gastroenteritis are like, right, okay, we're going to have a poo at two o'clock and at five o'clock. Is that okay? Yep, that's fine. Right, I'll go for a run in between. How are you trusting that? Mm. That is too risky. The, yeah, that is really risky business. You don't need to run every day. It's fine. Not when, you're, when you've got some horrible thing like that. Come on. And yeah, also running with broken ribs. I think all of us could have told you that. Don't, yeah. don't. If you've done it once, when you break your ribs again, you'd think you'd learn, probably shouldn't run again. Yeah, but also, what are you doing to break your ribs? Was it the same thing twice? It wouldn't surprise me from what we've already yeah. heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could have been. It was probably just running and falling over. <laughs> uh, Gabby Nair said, was feeling squiffy when lining up for the Lakeland 55 in July. <laughs> after negative COVID test, etc. Lined up anyway. Was feeling progressively more squiffy when going along. And within 5k was sweating so much, I was leaving a sweat trail after me. And well, I was grossing myself out. There was that much sweat. And then I did a sensible thing and at the first checkpoint marched up to the marshal and DNF'd. When I got home, I went for a snooze on the sofa. I finally left the sofa 10 days later to attempt a park run where I got round but did have some exceptional heaving. Illness is major BS. Running when ill is not recommended. Running when not realising that one is ill is mega BS. Mm, definitely. Good for you, Gabby. That reminds me of when I had my second COVID vaccine, Moderna. And it was Christmas Eve, I had it. And then on Boxing Day, we decided to go for a Boxing Day cycle. I I was drenched in sweat because I became, I, I should say it, like the evening of Christmas Eve, I started to feel unwell. Mm-hmm. And all through Christmas Day, I was feeling really unwell. And then Boxing Day, I thought, oh, I feel okay. Like, you know, let's let's go out for a cycle. I wasn't okay. And sometimes, like, you know, when you're at the end of, of something and you're like, oh, yeah. you know, let, let's let's test yeah, it. It'd probably be all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I came back. I, I don't think I've ever sweated so much in my life. And you know when you get like, that cold sweat as well? My top was, like, absolutely drenched. I'd gone really pale. Yeah, horrendous. 
We've also had a message from Catherine Fenton who said, Ari running while ill, did the RWC 18.5 miler to Ogmore last year, felt ill but did it anyway, ended up walking the, the last few miles with a heart rate of 195. Ooh. Oh, needless to say, I was ill with the flu for over a week after. Uh, at the beginning of flu, that yeah. that's a bad time to run. I mean, I guess you didn't know at that point, but yeah, I'm sure there was a sweat trail there as well. Yeah, flu full stop is just bad news. It lasts ages. When I had flu, I've only had flu proper once in my life. And for two weeks afterwards, my lungs just felt constantly full of fluid. Whenever I ran, I, I couldn't breathe properly. Gross. I've never had flu. I've been lucky like that. I just get lumps in my back that have to be cut out of me. You know what? Everyone who's had flu knows the difference between flu and cold. Like You can see yeah. why flu kills people. Like Flu is horrendous. Yeah. You know what? There's a thing about man flu... And I've seen a lot of people recently, a lot of men saying, oh, I've got man flu. I'm like, no, that's not the point. That's not what man flu is. Mm, yeah. Man flu is, 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 you can't reclaim it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's some kind of this. It's supposed to mock men who are overblowing a cold. You can't yeah. say I have man flu. That's not how it works. <laughs> that slightly bugs me. No reason for it. At Alan Wilde said, plan to run the six miles from home to my local park run. Had intense pain in the dot, dot, dot on the way. Made it to the toilets near the start line, eventually. Paid a visit, passed a kidney stone. What? Ran park run. Oh my God. I think that was that's where the pain was then. Oh my God. But I guess once you've passed it, you're like, well, might as well run now. That's oh the worst God. of it, probably. Jesus. <laughs> Helen Patricia said, ran at Selby Park Run with a bad chest. Managed until halfway, then started coughing non-stop. Carried on running and coughing my lungs up. After the finish, I vommed. Went to Morrison's to pick up their stock of cough meds and Lemsip. Happy memories. Carried on running is the uh, vital bit for me there. <laughs> Started coughing nonstop. Just carried on. Yeah, it carried on and just kept going until I was sick. I think what we're learning from all of these is don't go to Parkrun. Yeah. There are some unhealthy people at Parkrun. Yeah, yeah. People turning up, spreading their flu around and stuff. No thanks. Oh, that's nasty. Um, at catcam underscore says my bullshit illness story is actually just a complaint about other people which feels so on brand <laughs> ran a trail half with my sister i was in the best physical shape of my life and training consistently she was living a student lifestyle barely running and turned up to run in a 25 degree heat wave in scotland with a kidney infection oh my god I mean, you can see which way this is going already, can't you? Yeah. Despite my suggestion that combining heat and exercise with a kidney infection wasn't wise, she powered on to the race. We tried along together for the first 16k quite happily under the blazing sun. Then she announced, I'm feeling pretty good, so I'll just head on for a fast final 5k and left me in her dust. She did do a fast final 5 and apparently no lasting kidney damage. I staggered up the brutal final hill, a sweaty slow mess and felt like dehydrated crap for the rest of the weekend. Fast siblings are bullshit. Hmm... That is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Come yeah. on. Not only were you by, you're trying to be sensible, like, are you sure you should be doing this? I don't think it's a good idea. And then she just went and smashed you. Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah. It's these young people, they're just indestructible. Ugh. Claire Allison said, I did park run three days after my mastectomy, complete with a drain full of blood. Oh. Allison. Somebody dobbed me into my consultant and I got a massive bollocking when I next saw her laughy face. That is well-deserved bollocking. Yeah, running with drains. 
I understand you want to go and do parkrun. I understand you want to get back out there. Just volunteer, mate. You could have just stood still. This is why parkrun is a cult. I've said this before, and this is just further proof, further evidence that I can add to my case file about why parkrun is a cult. I swear to God, if they start, if they start serving Kool Aid at the finish, that's when you've got to go. That's when you've got to stop. You know. Yeah. Just like, just, just yeah. Say no to that. Yeah. I'm, I've got my eye on Parkrun. I've got my eye on them. People running with drains and, and vomiting because they can't stop coughing, but they're still doing it. No, there's, yeah. a, there's something fishy going on here. That's the whole thing. Like Parkrun, you can stand still. You can just, I mean, you don't have to go, but you can volunteer. You can just stand still in a nice big warm coat. You don't have to run. God. Cold. We still want your stories of running ill and or injured. Uh, they're always appreciated so we can publicly mock you. We enjoy that a lot. You can support this podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash running is bullshit and donating money every month. New to the list this month is the awkwardly named David Brackets Yellow Mag Tittle. But from the email address, I think it's supposed to be Tittle. So I'm saying basically, Dave, you've let yourself down in a number of ways. Yeah. You've done poor. I thank you, but you've done badly. What does Yellow Mag mean? I've no idea. Okay. I looked at the Twitter profile. It doesn't really give me any. I don't know if it was. I thought it was a brand, but now I can't see anything. So I don't know. Dave, you've let yourself down, but thank you. Amy, tell us who else is on the list. Debbie Clark, Gilmore, Nikki Genders, Sophie Jacks, Elliot Line, Charlie Nevinson, Victoria Dick, Gregory C. Shambolic, Adult H. Rachel Bentley, Bernard McCarthy, Karen Hamilton, Carl Fleming, David Tittle, Vicky Robbins, Raymond Quinn, Matt Burroughs, my age, Penny Simpson, Andy Nichols. Thompson, Matt Wazowski, Elizabeth Shaban, Ivy Hewitt, Matt Lees, Matt McCarty, Richard Strine, Tony Howes, Elizabeth Rees, Matt Jones, Martin Kaplan, Matt Newbree, Debbie Hurley, Adam Atkinson, Gordy, Thelwell, Viola, Grep, Angela Voss, Wells, Ruth, Katie, Julia, Page, James, Lamper, Ian, Hales, Catherine, Fenton, Claire, Davis, Kirk, Shepard, Trish, Alton, Jason, Spinks, Kath, Everard, Kel, Ryder, Darren, Roberts, Matt, Kathleen, Jonathan Carter, Dawn Shepard, Andy Robbins, Francis Howe, Rachel Bullmore, Jewel Running, Claire Dina, AP, Paul Hibbert, Gabriel Thomas Nyer, Glenn Martin, Stuart Stevens, Gail Seal, Steve Robson, Sandra Hines, Samantha Benson, Sophie Nichols, Brian Simpson. Hey. 
I just want to say to listeners, I am so sorry. <laughs> that that was that was harder than I thought. The thing is, somebody suggested this, didn't they? Call me, maybe. Yeah, they did. Somebody suggested this, and then I remembered that I had attempted this a little while ago and abandoned it, like a lot of my Patreon attempts. Mm. Now, if you see, if you hear the shit that actually makes it the podcast, you must know that the stuff I abandoned must be really bad. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and I thought, like, oh, this seems like a yeah, a really obvious choice. And then as I was recording, I'm like, yeah, this is the reason why I abandoned it. It's actually really hard because the backing music is just the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, this has not been a good year for us so far, has it? And this, I need to no. try and step it up next week. Mm, yeah, definitely. It's all it's all relying on you. You've got a musical theatre degree, so it's all, all right. This is the ball's in your court with this one. <sighs> right. Okay. I'll, I'll try and do better. I'll try. Okay. Don't forget to get in touch with your running bullshit on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search "running is BS" and let us know why you particularly hate running this week. Somebody who did just that is at Spoonman Darren said, hi, Stuart and Amy. As a regular listener to your show, I know how much you both appreciate the dichotomy of going to the gym. We hate it, but know how beneficial it is, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I've reached the point of almost zero running now due to a buggered lower back and twisted pelvis. My chiropractor is torturing me twice a week, and to top it off, I've now enrolled in a gym membership. Fuck's sake. Haven't been to one for years and I'm dreading it. But if this is the route back to running, then I'll just have to suck it up. Love the show. Brackets hate squats. You know, what? of all the things you could do, squats are probably the best thing. They are. If I, I do try to go to the gym once a week. Some, that often doesn't happen. But I do try and go once a week. And when I go once a week, I do squats. I think, yeah, that's a good core to have. Yeah. For your core. Uh, this week, I, I didn't do any kind of exercise i considered it though yeah and that's pretty good for me like on tuesday i strongly considered it and that is a big step forward for me so who knows perhaps in the next few years i might go as far as lifting something up Ooh. maybe i know it's really boring but it it does help i know i don't I, if, I, if I i'm going to the gym and doing squats and stuff i don't get injured and if i have any like little niggles because i haven't been to the gym in a while and then i go to the gym and i do squats those niggles disappear I've got a barbell. It's not a very heavy one, but I've got it just outside. I, I can basically see it now. It's about 12 feet away from me. I could use that anytime. It's just sitting there in the garden. The garden's dry. I could just go and use that anytime. I still don't. Yeah. Because I just don't want to. No, my excuse currently is my, my hamstring does still hurt. It has done for like the last couple of months now. And the way I figure it to myself is I do need to strengthen that hamstring. But while it hurts, I probably shouldn't be doing weights on it. I mean, I'm still running on it like 40k a week. But I'm just thinking I shouldn't be doing weights on it because that'll injure it more. True. So I need to wait till that's bare, then I can do it. Yeah. It's so smart. as long as that still hurts, um, I'm not going to be doing it. So yeah. hopefully that'll, I can spin that out for a while. Yeah, just, I mean, keep, uh, just keep injuring it by running on it. It's fine. Yeah, that, well, that's what I do. Because um, like while I'm running, it's fine. The, the worst bit is if um, even today that we drove back from that run uh, half an hour, me getting out of the car is horrendous. I just look like such a state because I can barely walk for the first five steps and then it kind of loosens off and it's okay. But sitting in my little car for, you know, even 20 minutes after a run just makes me look horrendous. I'm sure the neighbours must think they can't believe I'm out running when I come back looking like that, surely. <laughs> Uh, we've also had this, check it out, the Brooks still painting any old shit on their shoes. This time, it's a 1950s stereotype of Ireland. They've called Run Lucky. <laughs> it's got green, white and orange laces and a four-leaf clover pattern, just like everything in Ireland. They say, 
Feel lucky from head to toe. Enchant your miles with the Run Lucky Ghost 15. With DNA loft cushioning and pops of orange and green, it'll be luck at first sight. Oh my God. I mean, it's a, it, the shoe's fine. It looks perfectly nice, but it's, I'm just surprised. I'm sure somewhere there's a draft where they said, top of the morning, to be sure, to be sure. Oh, look at the Run Lucky shoes. And just like some kind of horrific Hollywood Island accent. I was going to say, this, have to, this has to be American, doesn't it? Almost, well, yeah, because they are fucking obsessed with Ireland, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody who's great, 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 great granddad's cousin will be like, you know, they were Irish. So they're Irish and they'll buy this. Oh, they're Irish. Yeah, yeah. They'll buy this huge Actually, Actually, guys, I'm Irish, so this is okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's just such a. I just wonder, are they going to do some other nationality based shoes? Maybe like little trickle or shoes with baguette pattern? Or a kangaroo pattern shoe with corks hanging off. Any other suggestions? Uh, you could have like Britain and then a pound sign, and it looks like a mountain, like going down. You know, economic decline. <laughs> very, very satirical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to go for some cheap stereotypes, but you went right in there yeah, for the yeah, biting yeah. topical news. Good for you. <laughs> the Rishi Sunak special. Um, <laughs> I don't know, would that make them incredibly expensive or incredibly cheap? Well, it depends where you buy them from. If you're buying them in British pounds from another country, yeah. very cheap. They'd be very expensive, but shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just like... They would collapse almost immediately. they just fall apart. Just like the economy. Way. I have seen some shoes that are connected to major cities where marathons are held that are quite cool. I could sort of like, if they brought out like Cardiff shoes and it had some sort of design, but like stuff like this is just so tacky. It's just really tacky, isn't it? Yeah, like if it was like a little like skyline of that particular the city or something like that mm. but just like four leaf clovers it's just oh come on yeah oh gross not gross because it's island gross because it's tacky <laughs> yeah <laughs> right it's the bullshit it's the bullshit running news i needed an accent then that was a bit weird <laughs> <laughs> you should do it. no just go for it embrace it no 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 <laughs> A pile-up has caused chaos at the Valencia 10K after an elite runner fell at the start. The Valencia 10K is known as one of the fastest races in the world. The two fastest men's time in history have been run. They're five of the top ten fastest women's times. Uh, the images were quite alarming, but the race organisers soon issued a statement to confirm no one had suffered serious injuries, though some runners had bruises and one Brazilian athlete had dislocated shoulder. I mean, that's that's fairly serious that's if you're serious. running a 10K. Yeah. We did. I did share this video on uh, Twitter a couple of weeks ago, and it is very funny, and then gets really horrible. Yeah. Because it's a really narrow start, and obviously the elite runners go at a hell of a pace. Mm. They're all sprinting to get out of the front, and once one goes down, it, you're you're absolutely fucked. It's yeah. just they're just getting trampled. Yeah, and and it does look a really tight start, and I guess with the you know not too long. It was Halloween, wasn't it, last year with that mass sort of trampling and yeah. crushing in um south korea and so when i see stuff like this it makes me feel like oh god it could so easily turn into something that was really really dangerous so many people are just jumping over the people and are just like pushing their way around but they just kind of have to because everyone else behind them is just pushing them on so you just yeah. have to get out of the way yeah. you can see a lot of people doing that thing of like oh i want to help but i kind of can't so i'm just going to carry on mm. but the thing is yeah it's all you can do in that situation unless you can gra- literally grab someone you just you just need to get out of the way yeah yeah i think like unlike those instances where there are like mass 
tramplings and crushings. There's somewhere for people to go. So you yeah. you have just got to keep freeing up that space. Yeah. But yeah, it looks so chaotic. And a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, that's that's pretty serious. It's pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and on to quite a serious story. So a woman in East Memphis, Tennessee, was nearly kidnapped while out on a run. And it was just a mile away from where another woman, Eliza Fletcher, was kidnapped and killed last September which is absolutely crazy to me that these two crimes have happened so close together and so, you know, um, over such a short space of time as well. So just before 3pm on January the 18th, a damaged grey vehicle with tinted windows pulled up alongside the 28-year-old woman who has remained anonymous in all reports and the suspect in the driver's seat was reportedly wearing a black ski mask and gloves, and then the suspect in the back seat opened the door and attempted to grab her, and the victim ran away screaming for help, which sounds absolutely terrifying. Yeah, there's not much we can <laughs> yeah. say about this one, is there? No, no, there isn't. And it, it just, it caught my attention as well, because, it, you know, like I said, it's happened very closely to this other incident, but there's been so many stories coming out of America over the past sort of five years, really, of women mm. being kidnapped and, and often actually murdered while out running. Um, and I remember back in 2016, there was three abductions and murders of, of women over the space of just a few days in different p- places in America. Mm. So I know we make fun of sometimes the American carrying their, you know, carrying their guns and stuff while they're running. But I guess with stories like this, it's sort of, I, I, I can see you why can it's see tempting. Why, you can see why you'd, yeah, you'd be scared into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, quite a serious, a serious one there. But um, yeah, it just seems there's been this this influx of of these types of crimes happening over the last few years in the US. Yeah, we'll finish with something a little bit lighter. Yeah. (laughs) A headline from Runner's World, do super shoes work for regular marathoners? Well, luckily for you, Runner's World, they report on some research which shows that yes, but only a bit. Oh, and the regular runners in the research... They could run 5K in 19 minutes. Those oh. are the regular runners. Yeah, just just regular runners. <laughs> and the men could do 5K in 19 minutes. The women could run 5K in 20 minutes. They're just normal, standard, everyday runners, just like you and me. Uh, that 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 was the research. I mean, that's just so, that's that... not a regular runner. They were like they said under like three hours 15 is basically that's the pace they were running a marathon. Like mm. that is not a regular runner. No. No, but that also, is way like, under the average. Yeah, of course, your shoes could potentially help your performance. If they're, you know what I mean? Like, I know they're saying about the super shoes and stuff, but if you're wearing a certain sort of shoe and then you go for something that's perhaps lighter or whatever, like, that could help your performance. Yeah, I think this is bit. specifically on, like, the carbon plates and the whole thing of, like, does it give, like, 4 to 5% performance increase? Oh, I think okay. it that kind of does if you're super elite and you're running on them, yeah. you know, really fast. But if you're running slowly, it doesn't give you as much of a boost. Mm. But still, their regular runners were not regular runners, so it's still kind of a pointless piece of research. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Speaking of fairly fast marathons, just a little thing I saw the other day as well. The Hong Kong Marathon has got a little extra bit of prize money for local runners. So if for residents of Hong Kong, if you finish, if for men, if they finish the marathon under three hours and women under three and a half hours, they get prize money. And That's it's like nice. $1,200. So it's pretty substantial as well. Yeah. It's like £1,000. For running a super quick marathon, that's a great incentive. I like that. Mm, yeah. They said it'll probably cost them about four hundred grand, but for like their twenty fifth anniversary, they just wanted to extend the prize money to kind of more runners. That's a lovely mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Because prize money is a bit shit. Actually, think about it. A thousand pounds—that is probably more than 
the prize actual prize money for a lot of big races in the uk oh definitely yeah. uk prize money is a bit shit for a lot yeah. of big races yeah so to get you know twelve hundred dollars for running a, a three-hour marathon that's pretty nice yeah definitely so what have you got coming up next any quick marathons for large amounts of prize money uh no i can't find any around me that will pay off that will pay me for running a three-hour marathon so i'm just not gonna bother um probably the first cross country of the season so i'll be hoping for rain the next week Uh, that's why i want want a proper sticky nasty one and it's a a new venue somewhere i've run out before but i've never done cross country there so hopefully that'll be fun and then oh it's the big one i'm going to lapland literally going to lapland we're going to the arctic circle in sweden i'm going to do dog sledding and just run around in the snow and take loads of photos of things so i'm very very pleased about that so i don't know when the next episode will be because I'll, I'll be there while we're due to do the next episode so it might be a week late might be two weeks late don't know yet don't care yeah that sounds awesome it's gonna be pretty awesome mm-hmm. uh how about you Are you going to sweden no holiday any no. dream holidays to fulfill no 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 i um next weekend i am running to Clamwit major from my house so that'll be nice along the coast path that would that's that, a very nice run yeah I, i'm not really like i looked at it i'm like mm, i'm sort of guessing it's gonna be like between 18 and 20 miles i don't know mm-hmm. we'll see so i'm gonna run up there and get the train back so very yeah. nice i've not run proper like around the coast of the vale of Glamorgan for like, years now mm. i probably should do again i think yeah. it's one of the ones I, I think i've only done it actually done it a couple of times i was like yeah i've done that and i moved on but i feel i should go back there i've never done that entire run i've run to from from you know that that way obviously with the vogue mm. it goes the other way but i've gone to um barry and that sort of area uh ken big nature reserve you know like 50 like, like 15 or 16 yeah. miles so it's just a bit further along the the coast path so it should be quite nice very good yeah. good for you hopefully i can do it hopefully yeah there are there is like a dropout point you know like cardiff airport there's a train station near there it's so always like, handy to have that though. yeah like 16 miles so if i had or, or even barry which is like even closer like 14 yeah. 15 miles so if i haven't had enough by that point well, at least train. if you stop at barry you can get some chips oh mate no 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 i have chips and carry on running a vom <laughs> oh fine uh. boring Never, you'll never make an ultra runner. That actually. Uh, no, all I, I just have liquid. I just, I just have liquid caffeine and then I have liquid shits. So yeah. Anyway, Good for you. On what that a place note. to finish. Yeah. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this bullshit, please visit runningsbs.com to see the show notes and links from this episode and the whole back catalogue, as well as links to our Patreon, merch store, and social medias. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Ayami Genders. Please join us for the next episode where I look forward to presenting with Ugly Bag of Mostly Water Stewart.